Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show, another week. Here we are, Monday, February 26, 2024. Hope you had a great weekend and uh, glad you're here. Bright and early. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts coming up. Employers are wooing employees back to the office using this sense. Tell you that later this hour. Coming up today, caught doing good. A deputy saves a baby. A breaking bad meth lab in real life. And a disco bathroom wedding. Plus the new pork belly latte at Starbucks. All that and more coming up today on the show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Monday, February 26, 2024. Taylor Dooley, who is Lava Girl and Shark Boy and Lava Girl, is 31. Teresa Palmer, she was in the Point Break remake. She's 38. Nate Roos, Singer from bands Fun and The Format is 42. Corinne Bailey Ray, the British singer who does Put Your Records On, she's 45 today. Erica Badu, singer, 53 today. Mark DeCoscos, he was woe fat on Hawaii 5 He's 60 today. Michael Bolton is 71. And on this day in history, the 15th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was sent out to the states for ratification guaranteeing African-Americans the right to vote on this date in 1869. In 1929, President Calvin Coolidge signed a measure establishing the Grand Teton National Park. And the original Hairspray movie released on this date in 1988, starring Ricky Lake. In 1993, a terrorist bomb exploded in the garage of New York's World Trade Center, killing more than six, or I'm sorry, killing six people and injuring more than 1,000 others in 1993. The song Changed the World by Eric Clapton won three Grammy Awards, including Record of the Year and Best Male Pop Vocal on this date in 1997. And in, well, the same day, Hillary Rodham Clinton won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word or Non-Musical Album for It Takes a Village. And on this date in 2002, Nora Jones released her debut album, Come Away With Me. Those are your celebrity birthdays in this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your Random Facts. Nissan race cars 
often have the number 23 because in Japanese, two is nai and three is san. Nissan or Nissan. That's mostly a coincidence, though, they say. The name Nissan originally uh, originated during the 1930s as an abbreviation used on the Tokyo Stock Exchange for the original company named Nihon Sanjayo. San- Sanjayo. Nihon Sengyo. Nissan. I can see why they shortened it. Paul McCartney and John Lennon both wrote different songs with the same title. The title was called Woman. McCartney's song, written in 1966, and Lennon's Woman song, written in 1980. It's the only time they wrote separate songs with the same title. A woman, not a woman. We're moving on from that. A word with two opposite meanings is called a contronym. A word with two opposite meanings is called a contronym, like dust, which can refer to actual dust or the act of removing dust. How about that? Contronym. There's an actual medical condition for when a song gets stuck in your head and just won't leave. It's called Musical tinnitus. Did you know that? Yeah. Song stuck in your head. Musical tinnitus. The number one song on the Billboard charts at the end of the last decade was All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. The final number one in 2009 was Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. The final number one three decades ago in December of 1999 was Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas. And in 1989, it was Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. I I mean, I guess this really is just truly, truly random. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Well, I hope you had a great weekend out there and you are off to a great start or at least getting there here on your Monday morning. Well, are you working back in the office? A lot of us are, of course. There's some that aren't. Primarily these bigger cities, bigger bigger employers um, have allowed people to work from home, but they're struggling to get people back in the office. So, what are they using? According to the Wall Street Journal, employers are using fragrances. They're they're pumping these fragrances into workspaces to improve workers' moods. There isn't uh, one magic scent that is doing the trick. Specifically, companies are creating custom blends. (laughs) One company... Uh, uses a scent that incorporates 35 ingredients, including Asian Sambac Jasmine, which is said to improve happiness and confidence, Indian Sandalwood for alleviating anxiety, and Italian Pine to fight fatigue. But you can't just pick random things. One expert warns you should know what you're doing. For example, combining the scents of lavender and pumpkin pie Uh, has a dramatic arousal effect. That's interesting. Uh, There have been plenty of studies that show that scents can have a positive effect on your brain. Some people are really sensitive to smells, though. You know, perfumes and whatnot. So even a pleasant scent could be distracting and overbearing. Others could also be allergic to certain fragrances. And so they say the key is plenty of ventilation. But this is interesting that they are... Coming up with these blends to make people enjoy what they're doing, to be productive, and want to return to the office, I guess. 
<laughs> when you're trying to get people back into work, you'll you'll try anything. Uh, good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about a it. A Florida deputy saved a mother and her two children after a motorcyclist slammed into their vehicle while going 100 miles per hour. Yeah, unfortunately, the motorcyclist didn't survive, but the car had a six-month-old baby in it who had stopped breathing and needed CPR from the deputy in order to come back to life. This is the baby's mother, Kaylee Foley, along with her grandmother, praising Sergeant Dave Musgrove and some of the officer's body cam recording afterward during the incident. The first thing he said to me, you know, I said, I really hate all that recognition. I was doing my job. I said, too bad, buddy, you're getting it. Hold on, hold on, let me get you guys out of there. Is your baby okay? I just heard him breathe. Come on. He's our hero. He is. You know, we will never repay him for what he did because what he did for us was life-changing. Wow, life-changing indeed. Bringing the baby back to life with CPR. This guy, Sergeant Dave Musgrove, a true hero. You got a good story out there? Let us tell it right here. Email the story to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for... Stranger Than Fiction. Well, sort of a real-life Breaking Bad situation. The show, you know, where they operate a meth lab underground, like a legitimate lab with coats and everything. Anyway, authorities in Long Island say a man running a Breaking Bad-style drug lab accidentally turned himself in when he called police to report a burglary on the property. Officers found that Matthew Lashinsky had $40,000 in cash and over 100 items of lab equipment and over three ounces of meth on the property. So he was up to no good, and he reported the burglary himself, which got him busted. So I don't know if he's going by Heisenberg anymore, but that is stranger than fiction. Good morning. I don't know if you heard about this story a couple weeks ago, but there is a bathroom out there at a, what is it, a gas, it's a gas station in Kentucky, and it actually has a disco ball in it, and you can sort of, I don't know, stop at this gas station and have a disco party in the bathroom, kind of weird. Anyway, uh, an Ohio couple took it even to a weirder place. They had their wedding inside this Kentucky gas station which is now a viral disco bathroom. Uh, this is the moment that Logan Abney and Tiana Aylstock tied the knot. And then the big red button, that was that's what you do in this bathroom. You hit the big, big red button, then triggers the gas station's bathroom music and lights. As you place these disco-inspired rings on each other's fingers, let them be a reminder of the vibrant and dynamic dance you've embarked upon. From the first disco bathroom to the dance floor of life, May the circles within these rings echo the rhythm of your hearts, intertwined with ever hopping through beats of love. You may now press the red button and then kiss your bride to start your disco-infused ribboning journey with your first disco wedding dance. Okay, keep in mind this entire thing was in a bathroom. So I hope that uh, their marriage is staying alive, staying alive. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. Well, do you struggle to find time during the week to work out and stay in shape? According to a new study, that may not be a problem. A new study found that you can skip working out Monday through Friday and still get in shape if you go really hard on the weekends. Yeah, it's like a weekend warrior, 
situation. People who like to cram all their exercise into a few days, and they found that that's fine. The goal needs to be at least 150 minutes of exercise a week. So you could work out 30 minutes a day, five days a week, or one hour and 15 minutes, two days a week. So an hour and 15 on Saturday, hour and 15 on Sunday. And as long as you get them in, uh, those minutes in, it might not matter. Weekend Warriors in the study got an average of just under 148 minutes of exercise on the weekend, and it still zapped belly fat and kept them in shape. They didn't work out during the week. Uh, You need to work out harder, though, if you want to go the weekend warrior route. So, uh, you know, more intense uh, exercise. Those people did get the same number of minutes in as the five-day-a-week crowd, but their workouts tended to be higher intensity, so not just a brisk two-and-a-half-hour walk. That won't cut it just on the weekend. You'd have to do that consistently or work out really hard, high cardio, that kind of thing, if you're going to do just two days a week. So, I don't know. It could work for someone who travels a lot or, you know, is not able to uh, fit it into their schedule during the week, but at least maybe try to fit some time in on the weekend. So, good luck with that. And good morning. Well, have you ever dropped your phone in some water? Yeah, the notorious drop the phone in the toilet thing is something that happens actually pretty consistently out there. But what do you do after you get your phone wet? A lot of people say, well, you put it in a bag of rice. Yeah. Well, now Apple is saying that's a bad idea. Mixing water and electronics is bad on its own. But mixing water with uncooked rice... Not good. You've probably heard that hack. But Apple says no. iPhones are more sophisticated than than what they used to be. And some can actually handle certain levels of water. And they're okay. They now have a liquid detection warning that tells you if your USB-C port gets wet. There are things beside that that you can do. Dry the phone with a cloth and tap the phone gently to drain the water from the ports. Leave the phone in a dry area with airflow and do not plug it into anything until it's completely dry. Okay? So apparently, the rice thing causes some kind of issue that it could actually damage it because small particles of rice, you know, can get in the different ports or something like that. So uh, don't insert a foreign object such as a cotton swab or a paper towel into the ports or into the connector areas of your phone. And, uh, again, don't put it into the bag of rice because it could damage your phone. So that's what they're saying now for iPhones. Again, what they're saying to do is dry it with a cloth, tap the phone gently to drain the water out of the ports, and then leave it in a dry area with airflow. And don't put any cables, don't plug it into anything until it's completely dry. So, you've been warned. Good morning. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. Thanks for being here. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, you know, when there are two things that you love, but then when they are combined, they are not so good. We're talking about lattes. Yeah, I like a latte. Yeah, no problem. I like pork belly. But what are you talking about? Putting pork belly into a latte... Pork-flavored coffee now has been unveiled at Starbucks. Uh Uh-huh. Pork-flavored coffee. Uh Uh-huh. They actually have a latte with a piece of pork sitting down in it. (laughs) 
Uh, it's espresso and steamed milk mixed with a pork-flavored sauce, normally reserved for Chinese food. They top it off with more pork sauce and then add a thin sliver of pork as a garnish. Starbucks describes the flavor as interesting and unexpected. Yes, I imagine that's probably pretty accurate. Interesting and unexpected. They forgot the word gross. But here's the thing, my friends. You can only get this in China. Apparently, it might be something that people in China might drink. Pork belly, yeah, it's great. Latte, great. Pork belly latte, not great. But Starbucks, what has ever stopped them in the past from doing things that are not great? Nothing. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.